What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we are back at it again. Let us jump right into it. So good news is coming out of San Diego. You know, that's kind of been the, the city that's the, the talk of the baseball world right now. But really good news. Fernando Tatis Jr. is set to begin a rehab assignment. He will begin it this weekend, either Saturday or Sunday. He's expected to play both shortstop and center field in the minors. He's heading out to San Antonio. That's double A, the double A affiliate for the Padres. So he'll begin his rehab assignment there. And that's obviously the final step before he makes it back to Petco Park. It's been a long time coming for Tatis. He fractured a bone in his left wrist over the offseason and underwent surgery in mid-March with the club expressing hope at the time that he'd be back by the middle of June, but that obviously proved not to be the case. There were no reports of meaningful setbacks, but he just didn't recover at the pace he or the team had hoped. But nonetheless, Tatis is on his way back. So position players are allowed up to 20 days on rehab assignments. So once Tatis formally begins his assignment, he can spend just under three weeks in the minors before the team has to bring him to the majors or shut him back down. So expect him in the big leagues sometime this month. And obviously that would just add another star to a lineup that's already loaded with firepower and just in time for that playoff push that the Padres are making right now. If we move out to... Houston. I'm sorry, actually, no, sorry, to Cleveland. The Houston Astros were playing the Cleveland Guardians the other day, and Justin Verlander breezed through their lineup. He tossed six innings of scoreless ball. It was another dominant performance in what's just been a season full of them for the AL Cy Young Award contender. And that start actually marked a notable contractual development because Verlander reached 130 innings on the season, which means he officially vested a $25 million player option for 2023. And Verlander is actually trending towards foregoing that option because he's in position to to become a free agent. I mean, this dude is having a a monster season. He's a nine-time All-Star and he commanded an identical salary this year to you know, what, what he was getting even before Tommy John's surgery. Because we know this is someone when healthy who can be really good, and that's what he's shown this year. He's come back from Tommy John. He's been perhaps the best pitcher or you know, top two pitchers in the American League. Now, Verlander really is, is he, I'm just going to say, he's a front runner for the AL Cy Young. That's what he is. I, I think he's trending in that direction. He seems to be getting better as the season moves on, maybe because he's getting stronger as he, is further and further away from that Tommy John surgery. So Verlander is pitching well in what, you know, what could be a contract year for him because he'll probably choose to, you know, elect to exercise his free agency. And after that start, Verlander now carries a major league best 1.73 ERA. So how's that for a, for a comeback player? He's, he's in the running for comeback player of the year and for, AL Cy Young. A couple of releases to announce. So the Phillies released Didi Gregorius. So Gregorius is 32 now. We know who he is. He's perhaps best known for his five-year stretch with the Yankees that he had from 2015 to 2019. 
During that time, he played 660 games, hit 97 homers, hit 269 with a 101 weight runs created plus. But, you know, last season, Gregorius hit a really miserable 209 with a 68 weight runs created plus. That means his production was 32% worse than the league average hitter. So after such a rough season, his grasp on the shortstop position for this year seemed pretty tenuous at best. I mean, even Dave Dombrowski publicly admitted as much last winter. So this winter, you know, I'm sorry, actually not this winter. Last winter, there were a bunch of shortstops available. The Phillies really focused on the outfield instead. They didn't go out there and get a big time shortstop because they thought they had a potential in-house solution at shortstop with Bryson Stott. And um, nonetheless, Gregorius stayed on the team and he's making $15.25 million this year, but they're going to, they're going to release him. You know, they still have to pay him about $5 million, but they're just going to eat the money because at this point, you know, they're not really getting much production from Didi Gregorius. He just hasn't been very good this year. In other news, the Red Sox released Jackie Bradley Jr. So they, they released him on Friday. He's now free to sign with any team for the prorated league minimum. And, you know, they, they reacquired Bradley in an offseason trade that sent Hunter Renfro to the Brewers. He had previously been with the Red Sox his whole career. Then, you know, he, he went to the Brewers for a year, came back to Boston, blah, blah, blah. But, um, in, in 2021, JBJ was arguably the worst hitter in baseball. He hit 163. For the Brewers. And with Boston this season, he didn't hit as poorly as he did in Milwaukee, but he hit 210. And that's just JBJ, if we're being honest. I mean, he is who he is at this point. It's he's a he's a glove guy. His bat is very weak. He's got a 58 OPS plus on the season. That's just not getting get it done. That's that's like that's worse than replacement level. I mean, he has a he has a negative war on the season, just to give you a perspective on that. So as for what happens now, there's really no way for the Red Sox to work out a trade since the deadline has passed. So their only options with him are to put him on waivers or release him. And they've released him. And that's, that's what they announced today. First, they DFA'd him. Then they released him in the afternoon. So he's no longer going to be a member of the Boston Red Sox. And in similar news, so Denelson Lamette, Denelson Lamette went over to the, you know, the Brewers in that trade just a couple days ago, and then was designated for assignment just 48 hours after being acquired. So the Rockies claimed Denelson Lamette off of waivers, and now he's with the Colorado Rockies. So that's that's what you get at this time time of year. You know, we used to have that um that like secondary that waiver trade deadline. It was like you had the regular trade deadline, then you had the August trade deadline, which was like oh, so. I guess there are two trade deadlines. That's not a thing anymore. Now you can't do trades anymore. There's one, one trade deadline. That's it. The only way to acquire players is to grab them off of waivers. And that, that's really what you see. So that is what we have for now. That's our update. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested and we'll see you next time on baseball connection.